Welcome back to the Fulfilled Female Entrepreneur Podcast. It's your host, Cassandra Rosa. I'm a certified coach and healer and intuitive business coach. And the mission behind this podcast is to help you to create a fulfilling life and business. Today, I'm excited to have transformation coach Lisa Dorn come and talk to us about letting go of negative self-talk and self-sabotage. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm really excited to have Lisa here, and I'm extra excited because this is her first time being a guest on a podcast. So give her a warm welcome, and thank you so much, Lisa, for coming on. It feels so special to be the first ones having this experience for you, so thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I am so excited to be here. Yes, we connected on Facebook. We actually just recorded an episode on her podcast. So we're going to leave a link to it in the show notes or the description of this video. Go check it out. Go show her some love. And I'm excited to introduce you to Lisa Dorn. She's your trusted certified life wellness and transformation coach. And she's on a mission to help women break through those stubborn blockers and stand in their way that stand in their way of their growth and happiness. As a coach, she specializes in guiding women towards transformation by providing unwavering support, balance, encouragement, and effective strategies. Together, you will experience a journey to confront your fears, uncover your beliefs and barriers that are buried deep within, and develop empowering habits that pave the way to personal growth and a life filled with purpose. She's navigated different tumultuous waters, including divorce, job loss, a profound loss of her mom, and even harrowing a car accident that shook her to her core. What sets her apart is that she uses life-changing pivots to guide through pain, depression, challenges, self-sabotage, forgiveness, ensuring that you emerge from the darkness stronger and wiser. And guess what? She's just not talking the talk. She's earned her wellness coaching certificate from Cornell University. She's the host of the Unleash Your Inner Radiance podcast, which lucky enough, I have been a guest on that you can check that out in the show notes. And she delves even deeper into the topics to explore the boundless possibilities that life has to offer. If you're ready to break through from all of your limitations and unleash your inner radiance, she's there to guide you every step of the way of the transformative journey. I feel like I just went on a journey reading that bio. (laughs) Powerful purpose you have. I love it, love it, love it. So before we get into talking about overcoming the self-sabotage and all those blocks, I'd love to hear from you. What does fulfillment mean to you? Um, fulfillment means to me helping people. I, I want to share my voice. And like you said in the interview that we just did, even helping one person, I had it just is, it's so fulfilling. And I, one of my friends who I didn't even know was listening to my podcast, she's going through some stuff right now. And she texted me one day and she goes, I went on a long walk and I was listening to your podcast and it made me cry. And it it was exactly what I needed to hear today. And I just, it just warmed my heart. Like it, I don't know. I just, I'm like, nope. This is the probably the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. I love that. I just That's just so just helping people and and reaching them when I don't even know that I am. Yes. That's so huge. We we're kind of talking about that on your podcast we recorded just mm-hmm. about we can be making a ripple effect on people's day and have no idea. 
That's so exactly. special. So it's important to be fulfilled in every moment because you could be making a difference on someone's life, even if you only got one like on your social media post, right? So it's all a perspective. And with all that you do with the podcast, with your coaching, what's the most fulfillment, most fulfilling part of it all? Watching people grow mm. and find their inner demons and work through them and come out on the other side, just a totally new person. I love that. Transformation. The transformations um, have just been amazing. My own transformation has just been amazing. So I just want to share it with everybody. I love that. And that was so clear in your purpose with that whole bio that I just shared, which is so beautiful. And when we were talking about topics in which that we can serve each other's audience best, we were talking a little bit about in our little chat about self-sabotage and how that is something that is so big for people on their entrepreneurial journeys, on their own journeys, mm -hmm. even outside of entrepreneurship. So how has self-sabotage shown up for you in your journey? And why do you feel like it's a big barrier that stops people on their path? I, everybody's journey at any given time is ultimately tied to the concept of self-sabotage. Mm -hmm. I think only because it highlights the negative challenges that you've gone through and it literally stops you in your place. So anything that's negative that's happened in your past, you could be, you know, going through life all happy and all of a sudden something clicks and it's from your past. And then you're like, oh, I'm not good enough or I don't, what, who am I to do this? Or, you know, it just, you just lose all confidence when you hit it. You know, it's, it hinders your resilience. I think um, it just, you need to really truly overcome your experiences in your past in order to work through all of your self-sabotage, which is quite the journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love how you put that. I love how you put that, how it just stops you in your tracks and it can affect your confidence and how it's like <laughs> the negative aspects in your past just showing up on your path of achieving what you want and how has self-sabotage shown up for you in your life and what made it something that you're so passionate about to talk with other people and help them with their transformation journey? There's been a few, you know, I went through a, well, I want to say, uh, not a, tra a traumatic divorce, um, a difficult divorce. There we go. Um, so I, I think in my divorce, self-sabotage played a huge role in hindering my well-being um, because you, you're so, it's tough to overcome the difficult difficulties of a divorce and it's difficult to resist destructive impulses and instead of prioritizing my 
growth and my <laughs> newfound life and happiness, you self-sabotage it and you just stay focused on anything negative that was said to you or anything negative that was done to you. And you really can get stuck in a really bad place. And I actually did get stuck in a really bad place. And um, it was tough. It was tough. And it's, it's, it just keeps going at you. And then following that, um, going into financial hardship, it, um, I, I think self-sabotage plays a huge role in that too. And it can manifest in my financial decisions and it can hinder your financial stability you really need to learn to overcome a lot of negative, I guess, so, negative self-talk is plays a big role in, in pivoting how you um, overcome the way you look at money or the way you look at your divorce, mm -hmm. which causes a lot of... Um, self-sabotage I don't even know how to it was it just it's a big monster it's yeah. <laughs> it yeah. it really <laughs> can affect you in many ways um you don't even realize the ways that they show up and right you know times that self-sabotage showed up for you what was the way that you navigated it and you overcame the negative self-talk and like the pause and everything that was happening in that stage of your life? Um, it took me about probably five years mm. and which is a, which is a long time to, you know, you, you have successes during that time and you have growth during that time, but you still, I had a, I had a time where getting, rid of all the negative self-talk was really hard. So then I would sabotage things left and right and just, you know, kind of look at it and go, okay, well that clearly now I can look back at it and go, okay, well, if I would have done, wouldn't have done that. If I wouldn't have done that, I'd be in a different place. But at the time you're sabotaging almost everything that you're doing without even knowing it. Yeah, totally. You know, and I, I had a significant, you know, trial in my divorce and a significant uh, financial hardship. And then I lost my job. And, you know, so you just, you just start to, um, when I lost my job, I, I think that there was a huge, um, It was a huge challenge and I literally went from pivoting from a legal assistant for, that I was for 25 years to into sales. So to totally, and there was a lot of uh, lack of confidence in that, a lot of self-sabotage, um, thinking I didn't know enough or what, what do I, how do I think I can walk around this furniture store and, and sell furniture? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's just, it's well, just, it's just amazing how self-sabotage shows up. 
Well, thank you for sharing this because I think a lot of people can relate to navigating life's changes and all of that coming up, all those fears, that imposter syndrome, that self-sabotage that comes up. And what was ultimately what you did to contribute to the breakthrough to like navigate Um, that stage in your life to where you are now with like this podcast and all this coaching, like what was like the breakthrough moment? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, my breakthrough moment was, um, when I went through a huge forgiveness, Mm. um, time of self-development, I needed to forgive myself, which was a huge one. I needed to forgive my ex, which was huge and working through that and, Part of my, it was like a 62 page document. And I felt like I was constantly writing down things, the same thing, just in a different set of words. Um, But it made me realize how I had been sabotaging myself Mm. for the last, well, since my divorce. And that was in 2012. So I clearly wasn't ready until 2019 to grow myself Mm. and to work through all those things. So when I went through the forgiveness thing, um, my journey, my forgiveness journey, it really showed me um, how I coped with stuff. And that I didn't cope very well. And I literally, during that program, I, or I should say through that journey, I wrote a letter to my ex, to both my daughters, didn't mail them, but it got it off my heart and onto paper. And then I wrote a letter to myself, two letters to myself, one for giving myself for everything. And two, I wrote a letter. My mom passed away in 2017 and I wrote a letter from her to me. Wow. And um, so I went back and read that letter a year and a half ago. I haven't read the other ones. I literally just put those away. I'm not going to read them because they are literally off my heart now. And it's, that's where they need to stay. But the um, one I wrote to my friend, I had that I wrote to me from my mom and I literally wrote for five minutes and didn't look it. I just wrote about what she thought of me and what she thinks of me and what she wants for my future and where she sees me and what she sees me doing. And it just was, that was wow. But, you know, it it took me a long time going through that. Um, I've had that, the grief of my mom, it, it, you know, the self-sabotaging behaviors that come with grief, where you neglect your own health, you um, <laughs> do use unhealthy coping mechanisms, that's for sure. And it's, it kind of hinders your ability to cope 
with the loss and um, it doesn't allow you to use your confidence and your resilience to face those emotional challenges. And um, then it wasn't until in 2019, um, no, no, two years ago, two years ago, we were in a, to get where I'm going with all this, in two, two years ago, it would be two years in February, we were in a horrific car accident. Um, we were in northern Wisconsin, and um, on a back road, we were going down a hill, and we slid into a snowbank, <laughs> and it proceeded to launch us into the guardrail over the river. <gasps> we took the guardrail out went headfirst into the river and landed on the driver's side. And it was 17 below that morning. Oh. So the driver's side of the car was in the water. My boyfriend was driving. Yeah. He had just taken his seatbelt off. His head went through the sunroof. And that's how we ended up getting out. And then we walked a little over half a mile for help. Oh, my gosh. So it was um, a traumatic experience and it brought back all those emotions, all that, it, it just brought, brought so much trauma mm -hmm. um, in such, I literally had a bruised heart, <laughs> which <laughs> I was like, how, how, how does that happen? And he, the doctor's like, well, it is a muscle. Um, so I just going through all of that, but I came out of that and I look back at the pictures of my accident and I think God definitely has a bigger purpose for me. And I utilize it in my life coaching um, but for the last two years, I've wanted to start a podcast to share my voice. Yeah. And so I took my 20 seconds of fear and stepped past my self-sabotage and everything else and into my confidence and did it. <laughs> so, I'm so glad that you did. You have such a powerful story. So thank you for sharing with us. And before we you. get into all things podcast and the mission behind it, can you tell us what are some practical ways that if someone is experiencing self-sabotage, negative self-talk, what are some like very simple baby steps and tips and tricks that you can provide them? Maybe three of them to allow the listeners to be able to move through it like you did. I do um, a lot of journaling. Mm -hmm. um, that is not something that comes easy for me either. Mm -hmm. So I, I had a journal that wanted me to list like 10 positive things. And I was like, okay, I can't do 10 positive things. So now I just literally will almost get to a meditative state mm -hmm. and then journal. I can look at like a, a flame flickering and just kind of get myself into a, a, a state where I can just journal. And I feel that that has really helped me. Um, affirmations. Mm -hmm. Affirmations are take all your negative things that you say to yourself 
and repurpose them into a positive thing. Mm-hmm. And I really, I keep a live um, affirmation spreadsheet um, for different things that I come up with. And I will write down little things that I wanted to turn, want to turn into affirmations. But I guess the biggest thing was the forgiveness um, because you need to forgive yourself and you need to get to the point in your journey where you are ready to get rid of all the negative things in you and step into your confidence. Yes. And step into your purpose. Yes. That's powerful. I love that. And when you're talking about forgiveness, you spoke a little bit about the letter writing, writing a letter. So um, definitely Mm -hmm. try that on for a tip for all the listeners as well. And before we move on to the podcast, I have one more quick question for you. What's your favorite self-sabotage journal prompt that you have ever used? Mm -hmm. So we can take this a little bit deeper to the next step for the listeners. What I like to have them do is write, and I've done this, I don't, I write more general, and I think I see more, more of my negative thoughts come out in there where I'm, where I'm doing self-sabotage. So when I'm prompting my clients to write, I really don't want them to go get a journal that prompts them to do an affirmation and prompts them to do this and prompts them to do that because that didn't help me. And I think that's where it got me stuck. I see. And just go get a pad of paper and just, you know, you're sitting there at bed, just kind of get into a calming thing and just write. And maybe it's not at night that you do. Maybe it's in the morning, but just just writing because if you just get into that zone and you write you write things that are on your heart and you write things that are in your mind and then you can grow from that yeah so it's like a self-awareness exercise that's great Mm -hmm. so can you tell us a little bit about the purpose of the podcast and where the listeners can tune in um the purpose of the podcast is to help people find their inner radiance I mean I I lost it a long time ago and I know I know your inner radiance comes and goes um so that's what I just I got stuck on that because there's so many things that you can work through and then there's so many radiant things that you come across and I think we just need to look for more more radiance in our lives and so that's why I named the podcast that I figured it kind of was a big umbrella over a lot of things. And um, you can find me on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Awesome. We're going to leave the so, links in the show notes. Yes. Is there a best way that they can connect with you to learn more about you and your coaching? Um, they can uh, t- connect with me on my website at attractwell.com um, slash Lisa Dorn. Or on Instagram, it's Life Coaching with Lisa. Yes, we're going to leave all the links in the show notes or in the description of this video. 
Thank you, Lisa, for coming on, sharing your story with us and all of your tips. I really appreciate this connection and meeting you and hearing more about your story. So thank you so much. Thank you. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on today. Of course. Thank you. That's all for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review on podcasting platforms. If you're not already following me on Instagram, my handle is Cassandra Rosa A. Stay tuned for the next episode. It will be out on Thursday. See you then. Bye. Thank you.